Ulf stumbles through the snow-covered trees. He'd been stripped of his weapons and shirt and was given a pouch of herbs to crush and smoke when he felt the time was right. Apparently, they were supposed to give him some sort of vision about what his test was supposed to be. This is the craziest thing I've ever done. Ulf grumbles to himself amid strides through the knee-deep snow. He needs to find shelter soon. There's no way he'll survive if he doesn't get out of the blowing wind and snow. As if in answer to his mental request, he spots a cave up the slope of the hill he's climbing. The cave's almost covered with snow, but has an opening large enough for Ulf to enter. The interior is cold, but less so than the freezing forest outside. It's dark, but some light reflects in from the outside snow. Ulf makes his way as deep as he dares without a torch. The cave is much, much deeper than he'd expected. That means more warmth, but less light. So, what would you like to do? Welcome back to How to Be a Better DM. I'm your host, Justin Lewis, here to help you create better stories while you DM sessions of Dungeons & Dragons with your players. Often, I find with every group, there can be moments or even specific players who just struggle to roleplay. Whether these players are new or chronically shy or lack confidence, there are a various number of reasons for why someone might not roleplay as much as they want. But as a dungeon master, getting your players to roleplay is one of the true joys of creating these stories and shepherding your players through them. So, today I wanted to share some questions that you can ask from the point of view of an NPC that the party encounters to help stimulate roleplay for your characters. Now, one important thing you'll want to remember is that for the most part, these questions work when asked to a specific individual. Singling them out can help get a better response from some of the more unresponsive players. And actually, before we begin with the actual questions, let's talk about a few requirements for a good NPC role-playing prompt question. Number one is they have to be purposeful. You can't just ask random questions and expect that every question results in better or more role-playing. For each question, you need to have a specific purpose. Maybe you ask an open-ended question to allow the player more freedom and creativity. Or maybe you ask a very specific question designed to get the player to, well, actually just respond. And then the second requirement is, like I said before, it has to be player-directed. The best questions are focused on specific players. If you ask questions directed at the whole party, it's very likely that the person who usually roleplays will answer. Getting a player to respond who rarely roleplays requires direct questions. That's not to say that every single question needs to be focused on stimulating roleplay. Some questions are just for the sake of the story. So with those two question requirements in mind, let's get to the actual questions that you should ask from the point of view of an NPC to stimulate more role-playing. First one is, what do you think? When directed at a specific player, what do you think can be a very powerful tool to help re-engage a player who may have lost focus or just help jumpstart the party into helping everyone collaborate? I've used this with ally NPCs or even some NPCs that are slightly adversarial, though I've never really used this question from the standpoint of a complete villain, like a big bad boss or something like that. 
I haven't really found a scenario that makes sense in that case, but simply asking this question using the character's name, and voila, they have to respond with at least something. Jensen, what do you think? Even if they say, I have no idea, they've at least said something from the point of view of their character, and that is a win in my book. Hello, this is Tanner, and I wanted to introduce you to the character I'm playing for a live play D&D campaign on the Pact and Boon podcast. His name is Wolfgang Kainstotter. He's a dampier, meaning his father was a vampire and his mother was a human. He was raised in a noble family of vampires that specializes in providing mercenaries for both nobles and criminals, which is where he learned his skills to become a ranger, at least when he wasn't being bullied by his half-siblings. All that changed, of course, when he got sent to the Nine Hells of Calignos, where our story begins. If you'd like to follow along with our adventures, please check out our new live play podcast, Pact and Boon, when it comes out this Friday, the 5th of April, 2024. Go to studios.com forward slash Pact N Boon to get more info. We are so excited to share our adventures with you. Next question is, what is your story? I find this question works best when it's an NPC that is at least somewhat neutral towards the party, like a shopkeeper or something. Naturally, the party will look different compared to their normal customers, usually, so a shopkeeper could take an interest in the party, if only to hear a new story. You can also use this question from the point of view of an NPC traveling with the party. The only drawback there is that once the question has been answered, that's it. If it didn't lead to more role-playing, you can't really ask it again from the same NPC. But, because they often encounter many shopkeepers, you can ask that question all the time, and it will still feel somewhat relevant. You just kind of have to frame it a little bit different. The next question is, that's a nice piece of equipment, where'd you get it? This question is very similar to the previous question. From the point of view of NPCs, most of the equipment that our adventurers have are really nice and shiny and pretty expensive. Most people rarely have opportunities to encounter the types of magical items that adventurers carry all the time. I also like this question because it has an obvious answer. Any roleplay shy character can give an easy answer as to how they acquired a particular item because rather than having to make up some bit about their, you know, backstory or something, they just respond by recounting the history of the game. Anyone can do that. Anyone who has been sitting at the table can say, we went here, we did that, and that can stimulate an entire roleplaying encounter. Next one is, how did you all meet? Remembering that these questions work best when directed at specific characters, this question works well because like the previous question, it's simply a matter of recounting history. It's also a good question if the campaign has been going on for a long time because it's nice to remind your players where you all began the adventure and how far you've come. Next one is why did you become adventurers? This question works best in one-on-one settings, like two people keeping watch or a player walking the town alone during a shopping session of D&D. You might have to warm up the question right out of the gate, though. Thinking of a deep question from their backstory like this might be too much for a shy player or for an unengaged player. I would maybe warm it up by commenting on how difficult the road has been thus far, and then pointing out some of the foes that have been faced 
and then the question can be breached about why the particular character became an adventurer in the first place. Next question is, what are your goals? This question is hugely helpful for the dungeon master looking to add in story arcs that deal with a particular character's backstory. Like the previous question, if the table is generally dominated by one or two role-playing geniuses, then it's better used in a one-on-one -on -one scenario. This question will also give you, the DM, a lot of ammo for preparing for future twists and turns in the story. And it can also help you fulfill on promises to each player. Each player will want a specific experience, even if they don't know it. By asking what the characters want, you'll be able to better fulfill on those promises. So using these questions can help, but the best thing to help your players roleplay more is to work on your own roleplaying by leading them with the example of a dungeon master who isn't afraid to be the tavern keeper, the villain, or the strange drunk on the side of the road. Your players will feel more comfortable themselves getting into character. So my biggest tip is loosen up and start practicing. Take every session as an opportunity to improve, and your players might not react right away, but soon enough, they'll realize just how much fun it is, and they'll join in the role-playing. If you think I missed any questions, let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Go to Instagram and look up Better Dungeon Master. Uh, but we'll be back next week with another amazing episode. And until then, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading information rather than listening to it? Here's what you can do. Go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. You'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want. You'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that, frankly, no one has ever heard before. Again, sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week.